Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the family with Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host and lighting director, Catherine Brandt. Oh, God. Pittman. <laughs> and Andy Rampernard. Lighting director now she is. She's a lighting well, director. Trying to get Well, technically Tevin's... that would make you, what, the key grip, I think? My key grip? Is that what that is? I feel like a key grip. I have no idea what that is. I have no clue. So what's the latest? Anything in the news we should know about? Uh, do we need to go to the news? No, I mean, good news, bad news, whatever. I have something very exciting in See? my life. Right What's there. That? We have an owl in our backyard oh. for the last three days. Is it been the... hunting a mole. <gasps> and our family, you'd think that it was like Santa Claus moved in. <laughs> We're just staring at it and taking videos of it swooping down. Is it a down. big owl or a little it's owl? It's huge. So it's a... We have great a great horned, horned owl, owl in our uh, tree's backyard. And we had them Melissa's all over. Melissa's very fascinated Valley. by it. It just has been. Dan took a video. He's sitting in the basement working, and the owl landed on the bottom post of our stairs going down, and it was just staring at him through the blinds. His eyes were in between one, mm-hmm. <laughs> just staring. Maybe it wants a carrot or well, no, a mouse. And now it's whatever Dan just walks up to him. Owl, here's a carrot. <laughs> yeah. No, and he's been. Owl eats up. the carrot like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Chomp, chomp. He's been up in the trees and then just like swooping down and then swooping back up. And we have a mole problem in our backyard. I and do too. So, so we're like, can get we borrow it. your get mole? The mole? And I we. Mean, oh. Yeah, it's been three days, and it's just been consistently all day long, yeah, one, swooping in and out of our yard, and yep. we're like. National Geographic. Does, does it have like a nest, so, like mm-hmm. in your backyard? Do no, it just hangs out in tre- a tree. Because I don't think I've ever seen an it looks, owl. It looks uncommitted. As a, they, like in person. Oh really? Yeah. Now that I, like you mentioned, really? that's owl. what our here in Minnesota. That's what our nanny said. She's like, I don't think I've ever seen an owl in real life. Yeah, if you got, live anywhere near the city, you're a, never going to see an it owl. It is not a great horned owl. No. No. Mm-mm, it's not. It doesn't have the pointy ears. It might, I think it it's might a be a barred, barred owl. owl. Yep. I think it's a those barred owl. aren't that big though. Barred owls are the biggest, I think. Yeah, it's definitely a barred owl. Oh, yep. there you go. It's it's like decent size. Because we had we had them in Garden like, Valley. Like, the great horned owls have have, have a little have like the li- that's why they're called horns. Yep, yeah. they have the look like little devil mm-hmm. horns. Yeah, and a barred owl is like classic owl. Yeah, just oh. when you think of like owl, you think of a barred owl. Who? Mm. Ah. Ah. Remember in Golden Valley, we had that owl that we had this really steep peaked roof, and it would sit next yes. to the chimney. Yep. Yeah, and it would hoot down oh. the chimney. It'd hoot down and the it would sound like out. it was in our Ooh. house because yeah. it echoed. I know. I tell Fawn that story, and she's always like, One day I was driving up into the driveway, and there it was sitting, standing on the ground, sitting, whatever they do, perching, I don't know. Standing. Do they the walk ground. around? 
Yeah, they can. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. uh, and they sit, have you don't they seen sit with their an, legs crossed? Too? Have you seen an owl run? Yes, cross over no, like I'm doing it. it is. Yeah. They have like human legs. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Look oh, up a video of an owl running. The Look up a video of an owl running, and it's. I'm. <laughs> they kind of waddle when I, they run. No, it's they don't. Nuts. They're like they've like <laughs> jacked legs. <laughs> really? <laughs> really nuts. Yeah. I did not know that. I had no idea that was a Yeah, well, I hope it yeah. doesn't decide to give you some <clears throat> owl pellets on your front doorstep I know I'm a little like bit we like, got. I don't yes, want that, that in our yard, yeah. but I hope it does little catch skulls and little pieces of fur. I hope and... it catches the mole. Dan and is like, he was, at first was like, it might be hunting May. And I was no. like, it's too, May's too big. No, May. they wouldn't bother. May's I don't too think big. so. They, wouldn't, they don't, normally don't even bother with cats because cats can fight back. Yeah. yeah, they want prey that they can just swoop in and no must, no fuss. I had one fly yes. overhead one time, and I I dove to the ground. I was <laughs> I its wingspan was huge. It scared the hell yeah. out of yeah. me. Like they really yeah. get. I was like ah. I laughed, but a pigeon the other day like flew too close to me while I was walking my dog, and I almost See? had a panic attack. Like, yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Not for me. You big baby. Okay, that's like those big blackbirds that swoop at you when you're walking the dog in the spring Mm -hmm. have you ever had that happen they're territorial we used to have them also in golden valley we were really close to the theater worth parkway okay so there's tons of birds living in there because there's lots of trees and probably lots of critters to eat so i thought it was a we had a small owl up in dayton and it was kind of oh yeah i think it was a screech owl are those little I think so, yeah. 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 And, and they, then everybody said there was a barn owl, but I think that was a barred, barred owl. See, no, barn was owls a... are a thing, too. Okay. Barn yeah, owls? barn and barred. Yeah, there's two different. Barn owls are very small. Yeah, they're yeah. really okay. little. Because <clears throat> we had a really screechy one. I thought it was a cat, and it turned out that it was an owl. Mm, it was probably a barn owl. They'll get mice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. which is good, because we had a lot of mice. Yep. <laughs> Out there on the farm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you should be YouTubing this and making a fortune off of your owl stories. You dress up like uh, Crocodile TikTok. Dundee or something and yeah. do like nature documentaries. Put on I an Australian dress up accent. like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Just in general. Oh, no, Steve, what? No, it's not Crocodile Dundee. Steve Irwin. There we go. Steve That's Irwin. There you go. Okay, he is the Crocodile good... Dundee, isn't he? No. Is he? No. He's not? No, different guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. This is He's the other Crocodile very... guy. No, I don't want this one. Right. So, so you, you doing owl sounds? Owl running. That's the uh, so that's the news out of Bloomington. That's the news. There is that's an the owl. latest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is an owl. There is an owl. Okay, ready, mom? <clears throat> oh, ready. Now mom's seeing the owl. Mom, you're not ready. Oh, it's so cute. It's very cute. Oh my God! I know. It does have really long legs. I know. What commercial is that, they Andy? Just where pop the, out of the little body. Where the male owl and the female owl are talking, and she keeps saying things, and the male just keeps going, "Who?" It's either Geico or Progressive. <laughs> yeah, or one of those. Yeah. Who? Oh, there's an eyeglass one too. I was talking to my cousin. That's Who? <laughs> ravens, I think. That's a different type of bird. Ravens. No. Ravens. Ravens. Oh. Ravens. No. ravens. You know. There is definitely a. Oh, Tevin Owl. just disconnected. Oh, yeah, Tevin? my computer died. It wasn't plugged in, apparently. So oh, okay. Lots, lots of things Can happening. we get it plugged in? Yeah, I got, I got it back happening. on. Okay. I'm just going to try and... Uh, okay. Metro Log area in. consumers will see their taxes increase in October, oh, largely Jesus. to fund public transit mm-hmm. light rail bill. Why? Because they... I, I don't know where all those 
hundreds of millions of dollars went, and they're yeah, where seven they years behind, and they finally have to finish it because people are like, why don't we just shut this down and not have it? Knock why it don't off. we? Well, because it's already started, and you know the government. They well, can't nobody will ride it because they can let a bunch of thugs on those trains. Nobody will ride the damn thing. Well, the thugs ride it. Yeah, yeah, transportation. Like 2 a.m., yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, riding remember, with the thugs. Remember Mike Molina? What was that? Line from St. Paul to Minneapolis. Oh, green, yeah, right. Blue, green, green line. He was just like, oh yeah, he would. Oh, constant fist fights. Nobody pays. They yep. all jump the turnstile. Exactly right. Nobody ever pays yep. for anything. Con- yeah, he was he was threatened a couple of times, and he's a big guy. Yeah, he's a very huge. large person. Yes, yeah. he said it's just an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. Well, let me put it this way. To be safe, he moved to New York. Well, <laughs> so there you go. No, we moved to New York. Did you brother. see that riot right <laughs> did, next yeah. to where you, Barbara and Joanne's apartment was that you stayed in? No, in Union Square there was yeah, a riot. Big Over riot. what? Um, a streamer said he was going to give away free stuff. And yeah. like, uh, PS5s or whatever they yeah, are. Yes, so it was PS5. Tens of thousands of people showed up, and then he was like, just kidding. And so they all just started Whoops. freaking I thought he out. Had, I thought he had four or five to give away. That's all he Not had. Not 10,000. I think I think he actually had four or five no. to give away. Listen, Did he if know? I ever go somewhere to get anything that someone is like, I have a few to give away, and I riot, just put me in a home. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like, get a life, Alex. Yep. Figure yourself out. Like, yeah. ri- this is not worth your time. It was a big. It was a pretty big riot. Even if I don't riot, even if I show up to potentially get a <laughs> PS5. Riot. Right, because essentially it's like the equivalent I of mean, like Black Friday. Like, oh, I'm going to go to Target because Fawn wanted XYZ toy. Absolutely. They not. sold out. Now we're going to burn Target down for selling out of this it's toy. Just like, so stupid. <laughs> Reali- Maybe you should not care about crap so much. I remember I when you guys were, I think you wanted a Cabbage Patch doll or something like that. And it was, you, people were. Yep. Pulling each other's hair uh-huh. and fist fighting in Walmart yes, and all this stuff. And I, I said, this is what's happening in the stores. And I will get mm-hmm. you one, but just <laughs> I'm not going to go through that <laughs> to get you one of these. No, we never had like the day one release toys no. ever. No, I It's said, just not worth no. it. Yep. I was just, not, I said, no. you know what, right after Christmas... Yeah, they'll be half off, yeah. and, and, and mom will like, potentially be stabbed over a doll. Yep. So yeah. let's just not do this. I know that's mm-hmm. like my kids just. Well, you don't have that. You don't. You've got the luxury of not having say, commercial television. We don't have the luxury of commercials. <laughs> yeah, of not, we have. We have the luxury of not having commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also I just get rid of my kids' stuff out of the blue. So they just don't seem as attached to things as a lot of kids because they have a mother that will just be like, I'm sick of looking at this and I'll get rid of it. Like I probably got rid of four bags of toys a few weeks ago. Four bags. You don't even have that many. We toys don't have in that many house. toys. But I have. I have half of them. The... I have half of them stored in the basement in a closet, and then half of them upstairs. And I would rotate. Okay. Yeah. So but, I don't get sick of them. That's yeah, but idea. I really don't have that much altogether. And yes, now we are down to like bare bones. Each of them has a basket that's the, about the size of like a printer, a small printer, because mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking at, and that's about the size of it, and that's it. Well, they're also aging out of toys. And I, I mean, Fawn's never yeah. been a toy kid, really. Mm-hmm. She's never really cared about toys. I always had like a small bin 
Yeah. When I was really young. You didn't care about toys But anyway, I got rid... This is a lesson for parents everywhere. I got rid of all of these toys. Not a single one has been asked for. But if you ask them... Can I get rid of this oh, toy? God, then they no will way. say oh, no yeah. and cry and nope, freak out. Yep. Right, my favorite right now, toy I haven't played yeah. with for three years. Right now, there's a bag of, <laughs> of dress-up to- uh, clothes and stuff on our stoop for somebody to come pick up that I sold on Facebook. And Sage Vaughn was at camp. And I was oh, like, sneaky. And she and Sage was like, Fawn doesn't want you to get rid of those. I'm like, I know she doesn't, but she doesn't wear them. And so they're going to go to a little three-year-old girl that loves playing dress up. And they right. will be much happier at this new home oh. where somebody actually cares all about the princess them. dresses. Not all. The big Aurora one. <laughs> and then the she weeded for two hours Weeded as in like out and yes, po- okay, for two hours to earn this unicorn light up dress. Mm. It lights up, there's a head oh, yeah. piece that she lights it up. To me. She yeah. has worn it for maybe a total of three minutes since last summer when she weeded for two hours. And so I'm like, I'm getting rid of this thing. And she's like, No, I want it. I'm like, To what sit in this bin more? No, yeah, we're starting to get rid of stuff. Any too. sense, I get rid of stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy just bought all my cloth diapers. <laughs> yep, sure did. Bye-bye. <laughs> Melissa was like, do you want this bin back? I was like, absolutely not. I don't ever want anything back. We have a lot of bins. No, just take it. Get it out or of Or throw it house. in the garbage or donate it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Yeah. Your house can be no. taken over by kids' stuff. Remember you had that friend across the street from us in Dayton? Oh, Whose parents gosh. never got rid of She's an only child. Thing. This is why you don't have only children. Oh, entire, the one to the left? Uh, no, it was across the street and well, to the left. It was across the street and down to the left a couple Oh, okay, houses. yeah. Yeah. Their entire house was just nothing toys. but kids' toys. There was nowhere to for the grown-ups to be <laughs> without tons of toys lined up against the wall and stacked up. Yeah. How old was the that, kid? She was a year or two older than me. Yeah, so that was around, you were around 10. So she was like 12, and she had all her baby toys. They kept everything really? she ever Jeez. owned. No, my mom was like, if you guys don't pick this up, I'm going to pick it up. And if I pick it up, it's going in the garbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've definitely done that to my kids. Yeah. See, you got to do it. One time our playroom was really, really dirty and or not dirty, just like messy with stuff everywhere from a day of very intense play. And I asked them to pick it up like two, three times. And then I went in the garage and got like our big broom. <laughs> and I started at one end, and I was like, oh, I'm sweeping God. it all over to the oh, wall, God. and then I'm sweeping it into a garbage bag unless you pick up these toys. Because I was like, I asked you yeah. a few times, yeah. and nobody listened. Nobody's, you're just complaining about how hard it's going to be. And I was like, I'll make it easy for you. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, okay. No, pick it up. Wow, I wasn't even that mean. No, then I, I, did, would, I, then was I was so mean. You were, had to make a potion in the toilet to make me nicer. Well, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work anyway. Well, she didn't drink it, so of course exactly. It yeah, even well, though we put it in her coffee. My Chanel number no. five uh, perfume, some talcum powder. What else did you throw mm-hmm. in there? The potion right. to yeah. make me nicer. Mm-hmm. It's like a bad I didn't bomb. do it mean. I didn't do yeah. it mean though. I just got the broom and I was like, I'm gonna sweep it all up since you won't clean it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sweep it to that end of the wall. And once I get it to the wall, it's all going to go away where you don't have to worry about cleaning it up anymore. I wasn't, like, angry. I just was like, this is this makes sense, right? (laughs) And then they were just like, oh, my gosh. 
Kids are gonna need therapy from watching their toys get swept to the. I never, the it, I never swept. They, they, they just were, did it. They were like, see, okay. well, you have to tell. You know, sometimes you, you got to give people yep. until they the see proof the that you are actually a serious yes. person about what you yep. say and yep. act. Yep. Like, and sometimes people will take just advantage. You need to. The kids just need to. Get freak out ass. a little bit. I don't That's know. True. I Natalie's daughter Cece is very afraid. Of, she started to try to do swimming lessons, which swimming lessons mm. for kids is a whole freaking thing. How old is she? Turned five in December. Five or January. Wow. Ethan's been swimming since he's like one. Yeah. Well, they they live in Fargo and don't have a whole lot of opportunity to swim. I guess I don't know. No. And what? so she started mm. swimming lessons, and she's pools up there? freaking oh. out. Doesn't want to do it. Mm. Absolute drama. And so Natalie, she was like, we're taking a break from swimming lessons, and I'm just going to take her to the deep end of a pool, and I'm just going to hold her and let her just scream all she wants to until she calms down and realizes, like, we're not drowning. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah. And then she's like, and then the next day she, like, did swimming lessons. Yep. (laughs) She was like, I was like, sometimes the kids just need to get conquer the get fear. it out of their right. system. Exposure like, therapy. It's just yeah. And just feel like it's you're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not safe to not have your kid know how to 100%. swim. No, they this need to year, know how to swim. Swimming lessons are so expensive. Yep. I pay two hundred and forty dollars well, a now month. Now it's gonna go up a one percent for swimming <laughs> lessons. Like no, a, it just went up to two hundred and forty no, a month. The sales tax on it's gonna go up. Oh, okay, great. And I don't remember like as a child ever going to swimming lessons like my family was always very like outdoorsy like going to the yeah. lake and things like well, that yeah, that's but the I feel other like things. we just kind of just naturally yeah. learned by learn. association yeah if so you've like, got a body of water you don't really need lessons per se no like did you guys have swimming lessons we did because we had a pool yeah and she was like I want to make yeah, we sure went that to Golden you're Valley, like right? very you, you had several different ways of yeah. having lessons we had lessons at our house too I remember yeah because we had a pool yeah and she was like, like I need you to be like very very good at swimming. I don't need a stranger to teach you how to swim. I can, let's get in the water, give you Figure the $250 yeah, and I'll much. teach you how to you swim. You know what? You have your own child. They rarely will listen to you about stuff like that. Some That's kids true. will, that but I had one that would not <laughs> listen to me ever. And he doesn't really enjoy swimming at all anyway no. and hasn't for a very long time. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All right, I think... We got our guest with us after some ordeal. <clears throat> ordeal. There's an ordeal? Oh, no. It's been an ordeal, I but I believe she's ready. Uh, can we hear you? <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Indeed. <laughs> I am so sorry. Well, that's right. We still have, we still have about 15, 20. Uh, what time do you have to be off by? You can talk to me for as long as you like. <laughs> okay, so about midnight tonight, then. You got to uh. be. <laughs> she goes, ah. <laughs> Uh, quite the subject. It's when you, when you, it, you'll understand my technology lack of in my book. I'm too old, and I have just I find it all too difficult. <laughs> I love the story, though. A.M. Bunny, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen, secrets of a secretary. Uh, this is interesting. So the people, public support for the royal family is is dwindling. It's down to what did you? I think like fifty five percent, something like that. So the stats say, so that, you know, this is my argument with everything. There's, um, there's too much choice and people can look at too many different things and one never really knows if the statistics or the figures are correct because noughts can be added onto it and taken away. So, um, one never really knows, but I do think they need a massive shakeup. Seems like I got to read this one line before we continue on talking about the royal family. A.M. Bunny is an author who, driven by her skepticism of online information, I love that line. You should be skeptical. You should be skeptical. You should be skeptical, absolutely. Is anything true anymore? I know. That's what I find so sad. I don't think it is. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's interesting because I was just talking to Catherine, my wife there, who was talking to you just now <coughs> about this last night. We have, I guess the two major news channels in America nationally would be Fox News and CNN. And you can't believe a word either one of them says because they're in it for the money. I think this is the trouble. I mean, I think I'm too old fashioned in the sense that years ago, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but things were, you, it was behind closed doors a lot more. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, back in the day, I just watched um, The Iron Lady um, about Maggie Thatcher. And there was an element there that um, the government ruled, um, not the press, whereas I think it's the other way around now. Mm-hmm. And uh, things, you know, there are things that should happen behind closed doors and not, they're not for public viewing. I totally agree with that. But I think, um, and I think that's my argument with the royal family. They, they, it must be a horrible job. Who would want to be born into that? Oh, no way. You know, you're thrown into the limelight from day one. However, you do have a job to do. And so, uh, you know, but and the job is to to serve your country, not to have an opinion. And I think that too much has happened um, over the years for them to become more normalised. And it's the one thing the British public, in fact, the world don't want to see. We don't want to see the royal family being normal. They're sort of they were sort of a secret family that we used to look at and think, oh, you know, we revere them. 
Does that make sense? Yes, it makes total sense to me, as a matter of fact. I, um, uh, well, first of all, my family, Barnard is a Scottish name, so half my family's from Germany and the other half is from Scotland and Ireland. <laughs> So I paid a lot of attention to that when I was so a kid. So you're mad at all the other countries. Yes, I'm mad at everybody. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm so up. am I. I don't believe anything. And everything has been so bad, I've had a breakdown and written a book. So, hey. <laughs> you know, it's funny you, you bring this up. And I, I, I assume, even though, you know. This, okay. Alex, is that your phone? No, it's not me. Nope. What not is me. that? Okay, somebody's dinging. Somebody's dinging. Anyway. Um, we had, uh, way, way back in the day, uh, an anchor on CBS here named Walter Cronkite. I don't know if you remember him or not, A.M. Do you, really, do you remember that? I, I, I don't, sorry. Oh, no, he was, he was a very, very big deal. And it was many, many years ago, so it, it, you know, it happened a long time ago. But he was the one guy, when you watched him on the news, he would always tell the truth, no matter the, if the truth was hideous, whatever, you would always hear the truth. And even he, at the very end of his career, lied about the Bay of Tonkin, and I'll never forget that. It's like, Walter, you're lying, and you know you're lying. I remember mm -hmm. as a kid, that really upset me. It really did. And it hasn't stopped since, because he opened the door, and now everybody does Yeah, it. but there's no sanctions for lying. You can just yeah. keep lying. <clears throat> Which is unfortunate. Do you have a, that, that same problem in England with, with news delivery? Yeah, you want to cross-examine it all the time. I think also, um, one never knows the truth anymore. No. And people, and I think it's rather sad, actually, that we're now in a society where you think, oh, it's okay to lie. I've been surrounded by gaslighting and lying all my life, so mm -hmm. I'm very used to it. But I get really bored of it. And there would be nothing nicer in my in my dream of my James Bond chapters in my book that justice is finally done with the perpetrators who set me up to completely and utterly fail to see them on trial and see them go down and expose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. So a tiny much. bit of a bitter pill. Yeah, just a little. Uh, it's not. It's not a bitter pill. It's just reality. It's, no, it's not a bitter pill, and that's not. No, it's, I don't mean to come across like that. It's not a bitter pill. It's how they can, when you're dealing with high-powered people, and people with a lot of money, they have access mm. to powerful people, and so you can always get away with it. So the sort of somebody humble like me who's witnessed and heard lots of things you can never prove it and um and i think it's rather sad that yeah there's lying lying is being normalized as, as well and that's you should have a feeling of oh shoot i shouldn't say that because that makes me feel bad um but a lot of people just come out with it and say whatever they want to it doesn't matter anymore yeah that's kind of how it is isn't it it's just I just really wish it wasn't. Uh, and is it the case in England as well? In America right now, everything is about money. Everything. I'd like some. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're all about money. There you go. No. Yeah, well, I am. You know, I, I sort of, I'd quite like to go sort of, yeah, I would. I'd love to. I've written my book. I would really love to. All right, I've we'll lost see. all my money through divorce and men, and that's not me being bitter. I love men. Men make me laugh, and they can be wonderful. But my God, have I been shafted. Well, thanks a yeah. lot for exporting Harry. 
Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I said to, I was being interviewed this morning and uh, it's, the trouble is with the royal family, it's also hypocritical. They, they, Harry's been criticised for earning money through this Netflix series, but then the Crown series was made before that. Diana was on television before that. So he seems to be the scapegoat for everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think it's all rather sad that it's come to uh, everything is, and every day there's something negative written. Yes. And that's a really bad thing for the country. That's why I think a lot of it, um, they are toward, turning negatively towards the royal family. Because years ago, you didn't know anything. You had, if you had your local newspapers, you know, some the Queen or one of the um, establishment might be coming to open something, and you'd be, you know, everybody'd be like, "Hey, you know, we've got a member of the royal family coming down," and there'd be big celebrations, and it would hit the headlines of a local newspaper. And then when something big was done, you know, and it would hit the hit the, you know, broadsheets and the tabloids, uh, it was usually quite a positive thing. Whereas now, because social media is rife and everybody has it, you already know what's going on before it's hit the headlines. So gone are the days where you could just go to work and pick up a newspaper and think, oh, my God, I didn't know that. So there's an element for debate that's lost, I think, in, in radio, particularly when, you, when you're talking to your viewers. You could say, oh, my God, I've just read the morning newspapers. And did you know something's happened? And they'd be like, yeah, we do, because we saw it on the Internet at three o'clock this morning. Do you see what I mean? And I think that's the trouble with the royal families that they've had all of this exposure um, and negative uh, negativity because their press office has lost control of guiding them and leading them. You know, the, the, that's why you have a press office. The, everything should go through them and they shouldn't be in charge of dictating what they're doing, you know. They're being paid to serve their country and shut up. <laughs> well, in, in the States here, we the, the news about Harry and Megan are mm-hmm. it's just constant. It is just constant. I is mean, it really? It's ridiculous. Is it in what way? They're just always talking about their relationship. They were seen mm-hmm. out in public. They signed this contract. Megan <clears throat> is, you know, bullying Harry. Harry is, you know, whipped by Megan. Megan's doing this to him. Um, you know, no, they're fine. Oh, they're divorcing. You know, every day <laughs> there is just another crazy story about them. And like, like you said, probably 90% of it isn't even true. But that's my argument, you know, because the press feed them. Mm-hmm. If the press didn't, I, I wrote to somebody the other day and I said, why are you highlighting X, Y and Z? Because they're very negative people. Um, don't interview them. Don't give them the time of day. Because the more that you give somebody, you know, if you don't, they, you know, you should be talking about something wonderful and, you know, A.M. Bunny's coming to see you all and she's going to be talking about her book and you're going to see her on live television. Uh, they, you're, you know, the, the Yanks are feeding Meghan and Harry, really, all well, the negativity. Yes, in the, in the United States, there's no such thing as bad press. You just always oh, want to no. be out there in, yeah. in, in the world. Yeah, really? Yeah, you want <clears throat> eyeballs on you at all times, so nobody forgets who you are, so, you know, oh my you God. can maybe get another TV series. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want eyeballs on me. I'd break the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. No, and that's not. That's seriously true. I have people run. I've had people run away from me and make horrible faces. I'm not joking. Why? I'm serious. 
I don't know. We make horrible faces and people have spat at me and yeah, they've been really horrible. And that's why I had a break. I had a scary, huge breakdown. Oh, no. It was much, much easier for me because everybody made me feel so ugly and fat and awful. It was easier, easier to hide away and write my memoirs down. I mean, that's how serious it was. That's terrible. It It was a huge breakdown. And so it's much easier for me to stay inside and go out because nobody ever talks to me. Nobody ever says good morning or hi or how are you or nobody. Everybody just ignores me. Why? So that's why I, I don't know. You're <laughs> that's very why pleasant. I question. I think, gosh, I must be awful. I know I'm 51 and got a lot of grey hair and I'm a bit fat. Yeah, I've got quite a lot of cellulite, but, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about. So I think that's. I think that's why. That why they must. Or they don't. Maybe they. Maybe they've read my book and they think, my God, this girl's crazy because she still writes in shorthand. Who in the God's name, journalists back in the day only wrote in shorthand. You know. So. Um. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Who knows? I don't know. But that's what happens. So I've never seen with anybody here. I'm very much on my own. <laughs> That is amazing. I do want to hear about yeah. se- Secrets of a Secretary. What's that all about? Well, I know that all of you out in the States, you're lovers of James Bond. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, <laughs> it's basically uh, a, a book, a fictional book, um, uh, about old-fashioned espionage. So uh, involving gadgets and erotica relationships. Um, gaslighting is a is a prominent theme throughout the book, coupled with dark humour, and all the chapters bar 002, 007 are underworld, sort of from the villains, the underworld of Bond villains. So it involves narcotics and her only ally, Money Penny's allies, has yeah. knife, which she uses to, in the end come through very strong and use it rather violently on certain members of this, of her uh, men that have been treating her badly. And uh, it sort of goes through different stages of her life. In the very beginning, this very naive, young, there is an element of truth to the book. I mean, I know it's fiction, but I think sometimes is fiction ever fiction. You've got to start somewhere. And so this long-legged, tall secretary, rather sassy-looking girl in her 20s, lulled men in with a false sense of security through her beauty. Uh, Yeah. Um, So that's certainly not me now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they lulled her in and they, and so men sort of fell at her feet, but only in an insecure way because the men that she attracted were uh, villains. They were all villains Uh, and villains by default have a massive paranoia. They think everybody thinks on their wavelength. And when they meet somebody who is straighter than straight and a rather sweet, naive something, they're thinking, oh, my God, this girl has to have something wrong with her. We're going to set her up and we're going to keep setting her up to see if there is something bad. And throughout the book, she finds huge amounts of intelligence and uh, gathers all sorts of you know, bits and pieces, gathers it all in her head and writes notes in shorthand and gathers it all, and in the end they don't find out that she, there is anything wrong with her until the final chapter where she gets so strong, she's been beaten and bad things have happened to her, she gets so strong that she lulls the main perpetrator in the book, who's been at SH1T from the beginning, into a false sense of security and thinks 
he thinks that he's going to have this mad, passionate, erotic, sexual session with her. And she drugs and tortures and gets every single piece of information about the narcotics that he's been dealing and hands it on to the security services in Scotland Yard and he gets arrested. Yeah, and then baby. There's an, then there's an <laughs> opening for my next book. But she gets very strong in that. So he finally gets exposed and his money, uh, no amount of money that he's got, he's a multi-billionaire, can ever set, uh, uh, get him off this time he's been exposed so it's uh it's kind of like that so different chapters and it's also very good for women i know it's uh, uh, you know i touch on the book saying it's a book for women but actually that's a little bit of a reverse psychology play with words because men automatically think oh it's for women i'm gonna have a quick peek at that <laughs> and the- <laughs> okay. so i have had it's on amazon and, and the, the men who read it um have given me five star reviews uh with certain slightly uh, tongue-in-cheek remarks but they <clears throat> it's also based for women that when you've been completely rejected throughout your life so you've been you know if, if you've had gone through an emotional time or gone through a divorce or something terrible has happened and you've gone into trauma I have had trauma I've had suffered PTSD through trauma and uh, it I didn't want them to feel alone because that's how I felt I felt that I was the only girl in the whole world that was um, feeling so left, so so desperately sad. And there are parts in the book that, particularly with where relationships are concerned, that if you feel that your other half is perhaps paying away or has changed, a tiny per- part of their persona has changed slightly, there are really good helpful tips and hints in the back of the book that you could perhaps use in your everyday life to set up well, not set the other half up, but just to see if your your gut, you know how you know people, if your gut is saying something, 100% of the time I'm totally like, it's true, go with it. And that was my, that's been my problem all my life, that my gut has been saying, ah, something's really wrong here. I'm witnessing somebody committing fraud, which I have done. I'm witnessing somebody launder money. I'm witnessing somebody trafficking drugs oh. and children. And I'm thinking, Christ, and I've been to the police. I have been to the police, but they, for want of a better word, perhaps the people that I was reporting were already involved with the police. So I have been, um, so there are are, are helpful tips in the book that can guide people to think, right, I'm going to do that. So there's, there's, uh, there's different sides to the book in so many different ways that uh, it could, it could help all males and females in some sort of way. Even if a woman is feeling very hormonal, say, God, I felt like that. Uh, <laughs> you could write, you could read it and you would laugh out loud. I know a lot of the men have laughed out loud with some of the things that um, Money Penny's done to them in there. They'd be like, oh, gosh, wouldn't want that to happen to me. <laughs> made them laugh a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's got different chapters and that's why I wanted it short. I, I wanted people to be able to read it quite quickly and certainly highlight different chapters in the book. So, 00, so from sort of 001, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, so up to 39 it is. You could circle different um, genres and think, ah, that's the one that I feel more connected to. Um, I can focus on that and I want to investigate perhaps my other mother half and, you know, maybe he's money laundering or maybe he's seeing somebody or maybe a husband is thinking, oh, 
my wife's acting like that at the moment. Why? <laughs> so it's it's a different it's a different spin on things. And espionage is a really interesting word because you can spy just with these and these is and I have been very much a case of keeping with one eye open when I've had certain things with certain men around the world. Um, and pretended to be asleep at three o'clock in the morning when I'm thinking, oh God, I shouldn't have heard that. And I think through my own insecurities, I felt rather scared. So I've absorbed every piece of information that I've ever heard. I just haven't necessarily used it, but now I've put it into the book. So the reality is, is on paper. So it's what you can, what you can see in here. So, so yeah, there you go. Um, I've waffled, haven't I? No, it's. It's a it's a lovely tale. I think I, I would be it. I would be interested in this book <clears throat> quite a bit. Would you? Yes. Oh, see, see, oh, well, you must you must buy it. It's ever so. It's reasonable. I think it's eight ninety nine. Eight eight dollars ninety nine. Very reasonable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of vengeance upon a million a billionaire, which I really love because <laughs> billionaires are right now running the entire world, and I'm real sick of yes, it. Yes, they are. Well, I would like to be running the world, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, that's why I don't understand with politics, because I'm just thinking, I would love nothing more to have, a, I have no pension, to be able to have a really good, decent salary coming in for the rest of my life. And um, I don't, I don't understand the whole thing with, I, you know, everybody wants to be wealthier, but I think the thing with millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires, or whatever, what the hell do you do with it all? I was watching the wonderful Pablo Escobar, the, the, the narcos series that we had here and he oh, was yeah. making oh, yeah. in his day was it 400 million a, a week or something oh and you're like what <laughs> wasn't he the one where that was actually that money go yeah where, he... where did it go yeah he was burning money when he was trying to escape somebody and they were in some unheated place he was actually just burning money because he had so much money <laughs> to stay warm just but say, for example you had that amount of money you could just give so much you could yes. oh. You know, instead of trying to and run I think the world, I was researching the other day. We in the UK, we used to have wonderful in the 70s and 80s, we used to have fabulous, uh, un PC sitcoms, television programs, and our adverts were amazing. They were, they were the ones that you just wanted to watch what the next one was like because they were really well done. And then we stopped all that, and then our we stopped, we had six billion in revenue coming into the UK through amazing advertising, and then we stopped it. And I think sometimes really stupid mistakes are made through government where they think it's, we're getting better and we're helping people. But actually, I don't know whether we just live in a, an autocratic, dictatorship society. Whatever, whoever you vote for, they promise you everything to get in, but to deliver jack shit when they get in. <laughs> You got it. Well, that's a good way to put it. They do. They promise you so many things and um, nothing ever improves. And no. I think sometimes going back in time is better than going forward. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, it does. No question. So where can people get secrets Sorry. of a secretary? I just got the book. I didn't know whether you could see it. Um, oh. So Amazon. So if you go on to, um, hang on a minute, I'll just find it for you. Uh, <laughs> it's a Barnes and Noble. I looked it up. Oh, Barnes, Barnes and Noble. Yes. Barnes and Noble. Amazon. Correct. Yeah. Amazon. 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 Uh, so, secret secretary in Amazon U.S. 
Do you have a personal website that you sell it through? www.ambunny.com. Okay. Now, I got to bring this up, uh, AM Bunny, because Andy, <laughs> our son and producer, was trying to look you up, and you, you had trouble for what reason, Andy? I didn't. There's trouble. just not a lot on no the internet. Well, no, you said it. that oh. AM. Is well, yeah, hard. just googling yeah. AM Bunny makes Google think you're looking for M Bunny. I am a bunny. Yeah, uh, basically. <laughs> I am so you have a to bunny. put an AM Bunny author. A bunny go. And then it'll author. Work. Okay. Oh, you put AM Bunny author, and then it works. Then it'll work. There okay, you go. good. Good. Your search engine optimization yep. has been solved. SEO <laughs> needs improvement. Uh, yeah. Well, you see, now you're talking a language that I don't understand. <laughs> there you go. Well, AM, you'll have to come back uh, one of these days. Come back. You're a very, very interesting person. I love your takes on everything, and you're 100% right about pretty much everything you said, so I appreciate your time Am today. I? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you very much. That's really kind. Well, hopefully, if you're ever in the UK, you can look me up, and you can perhaps come out and, and, and see me, and then at least I could go out with somebody, as long as you didn't call me ugly, spit at me, or call me fat. We'll never do that <laughs> in a million years. I'm sure you're lovely. That's what, that's what everybody does. No, not, make comments, no, not make comments about my cellulite. <laughs> as long as you won't make any about mine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, I hope I hope you enjoy reading the book, and it's um it is fun. Enjoy it. You know, um, maybe maybe the truth will come out one day. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thanks for your time today. Oh, you're so kind. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A.M. Bunny author. You have author. to look up A.M. Bunny author. Mm-hmm. Yes, because mm-hmm. And the name of the book is? Secrets of a Secretary. Secrets of a Secretary. Okay. I- I just love women like her because she's very, she's very well educated. She's very tough, but don't call me ugly. Don't call me fat. Don't talk about my cellulite. Well, you know, there is definitely a, you know, not a big love relationship between uh, the press or somebody who's a middle-aged woman. There's, they're not kind. Why? Because it's just the way society is structured. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Cause I, I was, somebody asked me this question yesterday and talked to him. Now I want to ask you this question. I've been, what are we doing? 
Oh, just talk. <laughs> oh, just talk. Um, Top one. I have been around strong women my whole life. My grandmothers were both pretty strong women. My mother was. My sisters, you are, Alex is. See, we're not paying attention. <laughs> I am too. We're paying attention. You're, 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 you're sad, we're strong women we're your strong. whole life. So your mother is, your grandmother was. Why am yeah. I the only person that grew up like that? I don't think that's not. I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of strong women. It's just it like I said, it's how women are represented in the world. Uh newspapers, magazines, I mean, uh yeah. movies, television shows. It's just that's just you know, I mean unless it's a it's unless it's a story about strong women, there's mm -hmm. very few. I mean, it's gotten way better now. Because I there's so many so. women writing and producing and directing, but back in the oh, it, back in you know when you were coming up, mostly women were not strong. Right. Yeah. Or, well, like yeah, because women were once, right, looked at yeah. as like second class citizens. Yeah. So now, like, as you get to the, because it's like a big thing in music nowadays, like the hip hop genre is pretty much dominated 100% by women, and yeah. people. Oh, are, is it really? Like, yeah, and people are like mm -hmm. outraged by it because like, oh, well, they're talking about their bodies and this, mm -hmm. that, and that. And it's like, well, when the men did it, yeah. nobody had a problem nobody with cared. it. But now everybody has a problem with it because it's all these women that are making billions of dollars off of themselves as opposed to men doing it. Yeah, and it's like men being opinionated and strong-willed as their leaders. Well, women I mean, being yeah, opinionated they're programmed. and strong. They're, they're born to yeah. do that. Right. Women yes. being opinionated and strong-willed are obnoxious bitches. Yeah. Ball busters. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> some of them are ball know busters. Place, but yeah. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, there's always been double standards for absolutely uh, most people. You know, you've Tom, you mm. grew up poor. There's a double standard against you yeah, because you're mm, poor. I mean, that is that's very just, true. we're poor. <laughs> you are poor. You, you might be are poor, poor again. And that's all there is to it. There's no question. I've questions taken all your it. money and I'm running away. This is how I plan. You are to not tell poor. You. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. I mean, you grew up. You, your mother ran the whole show. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom ran everything. Like yeah. she. I mean, uh, how my big dad, was your family? Uh, there's five of us. Holy God. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Holy God! There's four that's more a, at heaven. By, yeah. by yourself, that's a <laughs> that's, lot. Yeah, that's not that's not the. That's or, not sorry, for the no, week. No, not five kids. Like three kids, but then like my mom and my dad. Oh, so okay. five oh. total oh, in the family. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't know your dad was around. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my mom had me when she was in college, and then she married my stepdad, and so it was like oh, okay. my stepbrother's sister. Yeah, hanging so, out. So I'm more <laughs> your dad than he is. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I, would say, so... I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't no, say no, no, that. No. He would, he'd probably, he's, who knows? He's probably listening. He's, no. my, half my family is fans of the show. So we'll, oh, uh, are they? Well, I'm glad. Oh, to yeah. Hear the that. first time I came half? on, the Only half? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, 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 the white half is fans. The black. No. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, the first time I came on the show, I remember I had one of my cousins who I hadn't talked to in a while, and he was like, you know Tom Bernard? Oh. And, and at that time, like, I didn't understand, like, how famous you were. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he's cool, I guess. Like, I yeah. guess. Nice. There's an endorsement. For a honky. Yeah, he's cool for a white guy, but, yeah. God. <laughs> why do I talk to you? So they they love you. Yeah. That's nice to hear. I never knew that your family listened to the show. Yeah. They... Waited 10 years to tell us. I think I did. Yeah, waited 10 years to tell us. Thank you. He doesn't want to feed the ego. Yeah. Now he feels like yep. it's a safe space. Yeah. It's taken this long. Now I got to ask you guys a question here uh, because this was just talked about on the morning show this morning a little bit. 
you know, the fact that, uh, you know, Donald Trump and Biden are, are both getting up there. Biden can't figure out what the hell's going on half the time. <laughs> just a constant They should just confusion. park him in a corner. And... Yes. Now, <laughs> okay, Joe. The lead, story, the lead story of the press this morning, Diane Feinstein has taken a fall now. She's, she's been in a wheelchair. I she know, gave up. She had. She gave what? What's that? Power of attorney to her daughter to run her yep. affairs. She should not be in so office. She's done. She she's not. retired. She now. should. No, she's still in office. She's no, still but in office. I'm saying that should be the like. Why if you have to you give your power of attorney yeah. to somebody, if like we have to see a headline be... that is you yeah. fell. You're done. I just don't understand why we can't get rid of these people. I'm sorry. At some point, because there's no term limits. We have to. But get I mean, just as people, why can't we just say, you know what? Uh, okay, so somebody has, let's say, a brain aneurysm, and they're young, and they cannot continue on. But there they are; they're showing up. Somebody, yep. some handler is bringing them in yep. every day and telling them, "Raise your hand for this vote." It's not okay. No. No. Well, they need to. We need to be able to say, "You're fired." You're, you just got to go. We can't wait till the next election cycle. Well, that's and what it recalls be such are for. Ordeal yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So, recalls are yeah. very difficult. It's, it's just ridiculous. like, it should just be, you're not qualified for this position mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Like a driver's license. Like, you just, you, your license can just be taken away because yeah. you can't drive anymore. Right. You shouldn't be able to be in office anymore if right. you just don't, can't do the there basic thing. Just a vision test. That's all we need <laughs> to do. Get rid of We need a vision people. test. Just a basic cognitive right. BuzzFeed quiz. Yes, exactly. Just but, to see. By the way, they adjusted the headline while we were talking to, she took a minor fall. Now it's not just a fall, it's a She's minor, minor fall. Yeah. When you've given the power of attorney to your kids, to, and she was very sick, right? Didn't she have double pneumonia or something? I and think so, Something yeah. else oh, was really? going on. She looks very Lovely. feeble. Oh, she, she looks, looks like she's very a feeble. Yeah, she does. How old is she? I will click and find out. I was just clicking she on She is 90. Oh, yeah, she's done. Like she could just okay. go hang out on the beach somewhere. I was gonna say, yeah. eat like some oatmeal. Yeah, when, nice. when these politicians start, you know, angry man yells at cloud. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> just go. Mm-hmm. When all they're doing is what yelling. Angry man yell at cloud. Angry. I want to hear that. <laughs> that sounds go. like Dad's memoir. <laughs> Oh, well, that is that's brilliant. That's that would be the best thing that's ever been said. Bob Shantabere, start writing it. Oh my God! Here comes Sandy. Angry man yells at cloud. The Tom Bernard story. Did I tell you we're leaving early today? Did I bring that up? I would buy that book. You could probably charge more than eight dollars. Yeah, I was going to say. I'd pay a hundred dollars yeah. for that book. Yeah, you would. A bunch of turncoats. <laughs> Turncoats, I say. It was a meatball. It just had to be yes. a meatball. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to read the... Great. Their... I going to be mad at you all week. I know. Well, I'm leaving There's tomorrow. To pay there are several singer. comments on the fact that she has taken a fall. Do you, would you like to hear some of them? Sure. Uh, these are from Newser. That's a news website. Uh, is there any such thing as a minor fall at the age of 128? Wow. <laughs> I was going to say, none of these are going to be nice. No, yeah. they're none not going to be nice. Not anyway. with the spin doctors that no. they have. A uh, game of old people's chess continues. Walker rolls forward check. What? I didn't. Uh, must be Walker a, must rolls be. forward. Chess, chess like reference. A, oh, wow, wow, wow. Walker like a... Uh, I really like Dianne Feinstein as a person of character, and it would be a loss for Congress as they uh, seem to avoid of uh, be void of character. But it's probably time she called it quits. Yeah, it is definitely mm-hmm. time she called it quits. She can't yeah. do her job anymore. I mean, you can like someone and be 
also realize that they need to move on. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, Tired 2 says, no brain, no pain. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, this one might be a little negative towards your Democrats because it's posted by Buck Fiden. (laughs) Oh, big fan. Big fan. He's a huge fan, huh? Okay, Buck, we're going to read your comment here. She needs to be removed from office. It is obvious that she is too frail and in too poor health to continue to hold any sort of job. Then Garbo said to Buck Fiden, they don't... (laughs) That's his name, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's the name he's got up here. Uh, They don't want Newsom to fill her seat with a black woman, as he has promised to do. They want to have a fair election for her seat. God forbid. You a people fair once election? again. A white woman has a fall, and somehow we bring black people into this. I'm <laughs> dragging just, you guys into it. I think that's hilarious. They, they try to throw you under the bus for no reason. Just two to go here. No, they don't want to let Newsom appoint a black woman because most uh, want to appoint Schiff to that position. Oh, Adam Schiff. Yeah, there oh, my God. He's another one that should go. He's nuts. He's that guy's crazy. crazy. And finally, you can have a few, uh, excuse me, you can have a fair election even after a temporary appointment. The next person still needs to get elected. So I don't know. They're arguing over who should be elected and who should. Oh my God, that's going on and on and on. Yeah, what's wrong with having a temporary stand in, you know? Right. Because you don't, like, it's not realistic to have a whole. No. Elect somebody in here quick in a week and. uh, Yeah. Just have somebody stand in who's not going to be able to even run for the mm-hmm. seat. Yep. Somebody's not going to yeah. slip and fall in the meantime. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was just posted by C.H. Much as I hate McConnell, the way I understand it is that if she retires, the Democrats can replace her on the Judiciary Committee. He can only hold up replacing her if she is still in the Senate. That makes no sense. Um, Why would you want to replace her if she's still in the Senate? What? She'd have to leave the Senate to replace her. I don't know. No, yeah, no. All these old people, if they McConnell needs to go, don't too. want to oh retire. God. Just create some sort of like advisory role that you can, yeah, really. so you can feel important and heard, and then get new people. Well, in I think to, it's like so. Stuff. Grandpa during his final year, he was in that memory care yeah. ward. Yeah. Yep. And what they did was they painted the doors to look like trees and stuff. So they thought that they were like you know outside. That's what they should do with old senators. You can't. Yeah. They should put them in a building <laughs> and like make have it a make bunch it of look fake like the White bills. House. A little. It's a yeah, replica exactly. of the White House. Yeah, exactly. We should just make a fake White House, put them in it, and say yes, you're passing laws and everything. Have They're pretend just, people great. come in yes. to talk to them. About well, you their... have to have to think about why it is so seductive. That people will never retire. They'd rather yeah. die. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's extremely lucrative. It's a lot of power. It's. But I mean, at some point, don't you? Hey, I've had all this power for fifty years. No. I've got my hundreds, millions of dollars. Why don't I just go and have you know, like a nice retirement and go? Do Megalomaniacs some don't think that no. way. And well, because yes. who was it? Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg that died in office, right? And like, and obviously she did a ton of great things. So everybody right. celebrated her with when she died. And but then she was way too old at the end. But right. But then you see other people that are going to be like, well, if that's what they did for her, mm-hmm. if I die yeah. in office, that's I'm going to get my parade. I'm going to yeah. that too. Yeah. Well, and yeah. also. Also, the political parties also make it sound like if we lose her, we're going to lose everything. You know, they they turn it into a, yeah, she has to stay because she's on our side. 
It's like there's other people that will be on your side. I mm. promise you. But I do like Andy's mm. idea. Just make put them in a fake White House and like yeah. they think they're running the country, but they're really just on the next <laughs> season of like House of Cards. Absolutely. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. When Tom goes in the memory home, I'm going to set up a little studio. Well, I'm going to in your memory <laughs> home. him over there to the mic every day. <laughs> why, why am I being attacked mercilessly today? Uh, it's just so much fun. <laughs> oh, because it's so much fun for you to do. It um, seems like you're receptive to it today. Oh, yeah. yeah. So some days, some days, yeah, you've got that edge. Just don't talk at all. Mm-hmm. But today, today seems like we can. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, all the listeners know this to be true, and it is 100% true. I want to get comedians in every damn day if I can, because having comedians on makes me much happier with this job. Yeah. Well, it also it disguises talking about like very serious topics because yes. when people are laughing about something they don't realize like then they after they're done laughing they're like oh wait a second that like whatever they said like that kind of makes sense or i do see what's yeah. flawed in this where normally they get offended yeah i, I, what I, was, I just it's what so was the fun. name of that comedian that you wanted to see his special he was up on netflix oh talking norm, about the weather uh, if they politicize the weather uh norm what is his last name god he's, about norm mcdonald no not norm mcdonald no younger he's dead guy. No, not the dead man. Okay, talk amongst yourself. I'll <laughs> look it up. It's an old dead. special. Well, I would, I, it would be great to play that clip if we could find it. Uh, oh, he was so good. Andy, look up um, the a comedian politicizes weather. Yeah, that'll pop up, I think, because it's on his new special. No question yeah, about it. Because they've got just a short, yeah, his, you know, you know how they've got those little like snippets. Like a trailer. Mark yeah. Norman. Mark Norman, that's exactly yeah. who it can is. We, can we play that? That's trailer i believe it's very funny it's very oh. funny <clears throat> yeah here we go Mark, this should, this yeah, should work okay is it this the news is crazy isn't it weird we have two news channels in america that tell you two completely different news how the hell did that happen just tell me the news tell me the story i don't want your spin or your bias thank god we don't do that with the weather wouldn't that be insane if we had political opinionated weather like, hey, we're going to the beach tomorrow. Let's check the left-wing weather. Boop. Hey, folks, 90 degrees outside. Beautiful day for an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> we got some dark clouds coming in. Excuse me, clouds of color. <laughs> and, uh, as you can see, we got Tropical Storm Kelly a-brewing. Slowly transition to Hurricane Kevin, but we don't judge. <laughs> and, uh, we're not sure what the future holds, but we know it's female. Back to you, they there. Holy moly. I was just trying to get the goddamn weather. I got nothing out of that. All right. Let's check the right-wing weather. Maybe that'll be a little more informative, the right-wing weather. Boop. Hey, folks, grab your boots. It's 100% chance of storming the Capitol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going to be a lot of hailing and hiling out there. And, uh, hey, and some ice in the Midwest. We need some ice at the border. I'll tell you that right now. And, uh, Grab your coats, because we hate snowflakes. Woo! Praise the Lord, and back to you, sugar tits. (laughs) You said the thing. We got to get him on the show, Andy. Oh, that was hilarious. Praise the Lord, and back to you, sugar tits. (laughs) Back to you, sugar tits. Tevin's memoir. Oh, God. What's his name? Mark Norman? Mark Norman. Mark Norman. God, he's funny. Yeah. Uh, He's got a couple of clips up on on different sites, and every time he... He approaches it from both sides, and it's very funny. Yeah, and that's how it should be done. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you I agree. go around, you, everybody at the table gets to get made fun of, and then we all laugh and move on. Well, that's kind of what happened to Saturday Night Live. 
They, yes, they just became so one-sided. They mm. hardly ever made fun of anybody else. They were just obsessed. It was just like, eh, you know, it yeah. just gets to I be know. so preachy. Yes. And so old. And yep. well, because they got into like the trap of we're always having somebody that impersonates like the president. Right? Yeah. And so then for four years, one side just feels like, well, you're always making fun of the president well, that it, we like. And so it's hard to box to. Yeah, well, right. and just political humor in itself just gets to be like, okay, I just don't need to hear it any, you know. Yep. We hear enough about politics every single day. We don't need, when we're tuning in on a Saturday night. Yeah, uh, after a couple of bong hits, we don't want to well, hear about Tell us more about Saturday nights. <laughs> bong hits. Well, isn't that pretty much? I SNL? thought you were gonna go with a couple of glasses of wine or, wine. or something like whatever. that. Just straight <laughs> no to bong the bong hits. Whatever, whatever you got to <laughs> do. Whatever you're bong hits. <laughs> Whatever uh, you're in. I guess yeah. it is past August 1st now. So. <laughs> you we... can just do whatever you need to do. Andy, would you ask Art Sears if he can get uh, <clears throat> Mark for us? Sure. Thank you. I'd love to have him on. He's he's right on the money, no doubt about it. Right. All right, any closing arguments? Any shots at Tom we haven't taken? Yeah, I have yeah. What else is wrong with Dad? Yeah, we could. That's a whole other episode. Okay, boy, look at the time. We love to schmooze. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.